When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home, try Blue Apron's two and four serving menu plans so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family friendly options, WW recommended, and more. Get $130 off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com/slash blue culinary. This is a production of ITM Media. In the Marbles. In the marbles. Yeah! <laughs> Come on, Kim, let them out. ITM Media. Unhinged Sports Network. Hey everyone, Matt Beamer here alongside Preston Lude for another episode of In the Marbles. How's it going, Preston? It's going. Man, you, you weren't here last week, so I decided to do something special this week for the opening. Oh, well, I, lo- I appreciate that. That's uh, It's different. It's I'm going to try to incorporate yeah. different openings each episode to make okay. it interesting. Okay, so I people, like that. People will be tuning in to us not only to hear us talk about racing and all the insightful knowledge we have of it but maybe hear a cool opening from time to time okay i like that that's um i don't really have much insightfulness as much as you do no you have insightfulness it's just that formula one's been on a couple week hiatus yeah well yeah that too and they finally come back this week so yeah they finally do come back this week but uh man weren't here last week you missed a lot man but let's just get started off how's everything going how's the family how's the new job Family is good. Um, job is good. Uh, if anybody is watching on YouTube and it looks like I'm taking breaths, there's a reason for that. So, now, are, are you feeling all right, man? Uh, the chest is bothering me again. So, um, why is it bothering you? Uh, so I get remember how I had the heart issues. Yeah. Um, so I get chest pains from time to time, and then when I'm really when the heart is really beating out of rhythm, the arrhythmia, it feels like I can't breathe very well. So you like people always ask me like, it looks like you can't breathe. Like, yeah, I got to stop and take a breath here and there because it's really giving me a problem. So I am on medications for it to help um, alleviate the chest pains and whatnot. So like, it's been kind of working, but like I have these episodes where just yeah. I can feel it. So it's wow. uh, so right now it's doing it. It's been doing it all day long, and it's really getting annoying. So, um, but yeah, but hey, job's good. Good, I love it. I, you know, like I said, I always enjoy driving to begin with. So, okay, and, it, it and, makes for long days. And so right now we're just still saying that you're a delivery driver. Yeah, I deliver things, and we're not going <laughs> to tell you 
tell anybody where you where you're at or anything right now, are we? Yeah, I like to just hang low, you know. But the job is good, you know. It's uh, I haven't really talked to many. I mean, like the company I work for, we probably have like hundred pl- employees, but like I'd talk to like maybe three people. Like everybody just comes in and do, does their thing. You just wait, and then like oh, when oh, it's all business there, isn't it? I mean, kind of like some people are like shooting the crap like in the morning because you know we don't have to be there. I mean, I get there about nine fifteen, and then you go to wherever van you're assigned to, and then you just kind of hang out and wait until you know you're called, and then they go through the whole loading process. Like, right. honestly, I haven't even been leaving the we call it the hub, the the hub, <laughs> the hub. <laughs> so I okay. haven't really been leaving there until almost eleven. So like, I don't even get to load up until like ten thirty. So like, I'm sitting there for like an hour. Wow. So. Well, you have any uh, interesting stories to tell us? I mean, as far as racing or life or anything, because I got a few that I could catch you up on that I wanted to tell you last week, but you didn't want to show up. Oh, yeah. Uh, no stories, just uh, Formula One is giving it a fit. Um, for some reason, the car continues to downshift on a straightaway, which is just the weirdest thing ever, even though I'm, like, shifting all the way to eighth and then it goes back to seventh, and it's messing up my eSports time. Oh, so, like, no. I've dropped into, the like, the <laughs> thousands right now, and it's really annoying the crap out of me. So I did the weekly event for Formula One, and I'm in the top 50 right now. In the world? Yes, out of, uh, I think there's like 2,000 so far. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive, man. And the car was downshifting then, too, and I still somehow... Turn it all the way off of auto and I assisting did. and just turn it on manual. Yeah, I did, and it's still doing it for some reason. I don't know if it's no, like I a glitch I, or something. I, I don't believe you, man. I, I promise you. Not well, at all. I found this out over the weekend, too, that um, even if it's in auto... You can still shift up and down. You can still do it, even if it's in auto. It just shifts auto automatically for you if you don't shift in time. Oh. But you can do it still. So I was just messing around I'm with it either way. I'm still disappointed in you that <laughs> you are relying on that. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not relying on it completely, okay? I have started to transition over to manual. And I've also transitioned Slowly. over to taking off traction control as well. Right? Okay. So little, little victories, man. Yeah, things are going well. So <laughs> it's a victory for me on that part. So, but yeah, we uh, man, it's it's been crazy here. So Caroline and I redid the studio. Yeah, I saw that. that and, it and looks you, good. You, you saw it on our pre-race show, but I never really got a chance to show you. Yeah, and, and just have you appreciate it. And I tell you what, man, the wide shot on YouTube looks outstanding, way better than it has before. Yeah, this it's, is the best that it's been. But it's only getting better, and I'm. You know, I thank Caroline immensely for that, but it was awesome that she helped out with that. But here, here's the, my story. So I'm I racing at Charlotte. Mm-hmm. This was a couple weeks ago while they were at the Roval and the trucks were on the Oval. So it's like, I'm going to just deal with that. I'm not going to deal with the Roval and ruin anybody's day, ruin my day. Yeah. My first race, the tires weren't, I, I overcooked them. Or actually, I wrecked. Somebody hooked me and I wrecked. Oh, well, shame on them. Shame on them. The second race, however, I was up there. I started 13th or 12th or 13th, climbed all the way up to 5th, and some guy hit the wall in front of me who was in the lead pack, and he blocked. And then I hit the wall. (laughs) And I was was extremely upset with him because, you know, it's like, man, just because you're having a bad day, don't don't make me, cause me to have a bad day. Right. I hate when people do that. It it happens all the time on iRacing. And it's Mm -hmm. like, and, and I, Whatever. It is what it is. It's part it's the nature of the beast when you I race. So then the costume comes out. I decide, okay, I'm gonna take four tires. I come out where I come out. 
it is what it is. I'm still in the top five. I think I can hang on for a decent finish. Restart six, the drivers ahead of us, two of them didn't take tires. Aggressively block, we take the green flag, we pass the start-finish line, and we're under green-white checkered conditions. Okay, I was about to say it was two laps to go probably. And so we only have one start in iRacing now with green-white checkers. used to be three, now it's just one. We take the green flag, they all wreck in front of me, and somehow I weasel on through and still win. Wait, what place were you in at the time? Six. Oh, And I sneak on through (laughs) and and get a victory. Kansas this week, I raced one time in the A class, the cup level. Uh Uh-huh. I qualify fourth. I'm okay. I'm excited about this. And this is one of those tracks you could hold it on wide open. I'm not there yet. My confidence level is too low for that. Right. I go into turn one. It's lap three. And if you watched the broadcast of the race yesterday, you'll see Kevin Harvick do the same thing I did. He hit this bump in turn one, corrected perfectly, and stayed off the wall. I hit the same bump, overcorrected into the wall. Don't you hate that? I'm, I'm, I finished 20th. Out of 20? Out of 25. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not but, too bad. But bad enough, man. It was <laughs> yeah. horrible. You know, uh, when you talk about that, that truck series one where you were in sixth and you made it through, it kind of reminds me of um, – some of the early NASCAR games on the PlayStation from like 2003 and four, where they always have used to have the scenarios that you would have to do. And one of them was you were driving the four car. Was it Bobby Hamilton? I can't remember, but it was Talladega and yeah, it was the last lap and you had to get through the big one and you were like in the back and you still had to win. So like in order to win, you would have to try and run wide open through a 30 car accident because I made it through (laughs) one time and then some like three other cars come out ahead of it and then you don't even catch up so like you'd have to run wide open and like that's what it kind of reminds me of right except for you only had to deal with like five other trucks oh no i got door slammed and you know i just happened that i was in front when everybody else wrecked and it was like well, i'll take it man <laughs> sure as you keep going <laughs> yeah it was crazy man it was the craziest experience in iRacing i've ever had but still got to win hey hey a win's a win so that's all that's all i say that is exactly it but everything else going well family yeah, things are good. The new kid uh, doing all right? Yep, new kid is great, healthy. She's oh, good, man. just over two months old now. What are we, in October now? Yeah, we're in October. Yeah, she's almost two months now, yeah. Wow. Oh, man. I can't believe we're almost at the end of October. It's getting close down to the end of the year. We're definitely close to the end of racing season. Yeah, that's and, unfortunate. And what a lot we have to talk about today, man. I tell you, man, it was good racing all around, and I can't wait to talk about it. But as always... We're going to go ahead and get into the news. I'm glad everything's going well. Hope everything's going well out there for everybody in, in the Marbles Nation and Unhinged Sports Network, every place like that, wherever you're listening from. Hope everything's going well. Oh, and before we get into news, I want to tell, give a quick shout-out to Owen Smith. Ah, yeah. Who put our sticker on his car for Kansas, and we were on a racetrack. And the Marbles was on a racetrack. I'm so happy about that. Yeah, so that's thank awesome. you, thank you, Owen, for doing that. I mean... That's valuable real estate he's just throwing a sticker on, in my yeah, opinion. it is. And the fact that his team let him do it, I really appreciate it. A lot of good comments came from that. Um, so I appreciate it, Owen. And everybody who supports Owen and supports us, that was awesome. One more step up the ladder, if, as far as I could tell. Yeah, that's good. I gave him a shout out on Instagram, so I put it on the story. Yeah, it was great, man. It was um, cool. It was really cool to see, and... um 
Well, thanks again to Owen, and we're going to go ahead and get into the news, so let's hop into it. All right, first piece of news I have, and it's a big one. Haley Deegan to join the NASCAR Truck Series full-time in 2021. I was expecting this to happen around 2022, maybe at the end of 2022. She's definitely accelerating, but I, I think she had a good showing at Kansas for her first race, finishing 16th. What are your thoughts on it? Because I, I know I'm excited about this. It's another level competition higher for Haley, and she's definitely deserving of it. Well, all right. Well, here's my two. Here's my here's my take. So, am I excited for her? Good for her? Absolutely. That's great. Cool. Whatever. But a buddy of mine and I were talking about another fan of the show, uh, James Krunich. He brought up a good point. He said he kind of feels like it's starting to become like another Danica Patrick story. No, no, no. And we're hoping that she doesn't get rushed through it. I totally disagree with that. Danica came right into the Xfinity series and it moved right up to Cup. Well, I just, I I think that she, uh, hopefully Haley Deegan stays for at least a couple of years in trucks, if not. I I could see your. She needs to develop a little bit. I could see the parallels with it, with Danica. But I, I think it's totally different. I think a lot of people, and Tony Stewart, this is, I think, a future Stewart Haas driver right here for the Cup Series, and even Xfinity Series. You know, you have a talented driver in Haley Deegan moving up to the trucks full-time, definitely deserving that. They had a great showing in the Truck Series this weekend, this last weekend in Kansas. But it's not like Danica. This is not Danica 2.0. Well, I, I hope it's not. Because... The way I see it is Danica went right up to the Xfinity Series and in the cup level. Haley's working her way up from ARCA and even off-road racing, taking, I think, the Jimmy Johnson route, maybe a elongated Jimmy Johnson route, but a Jimmy Johnson route nonetheless, coming from off-road, going into the ARCA, going into the trucks now. And I dare say here in 2023, maybe start that Xfinity Series career. Okay, yeah. Not... 2022 well i mean i was just saying i i could i mean he was just saying he could see why it could possibly turn into a danica situation and i totally saw that but i'm hoping not i just you know we make good points that we all know that having a female that comes up through the ranks in nascar is a big draw which is not a bad thing no it's a great draw yeah it's a good draw and everything but like i feel we also talked about how we thought that danica was brought up too fast because NASCAR was just looking for merchandise sales, trying to get that crowd back in there. Because let's be real, NASCAR has done some crazy things to reach sometimes. So no, they I have. know. What, I they hope have. that it's nothing like this. I mean, Haley Deegan is a talented driver. Don't get me wrong; it's a great driver. It's good to see that she's finally getting somewhere. Well, I mean, not saying that she's getting somewhere; she has been getting somewhere. But it's good to see that she's going to be in the Truck Series. So. Let's just we'll, you know, we'll wait and see. You know, there's a lot going on in NASCAR, so no, there is, and and I'm excited for Haley for next season. Looking forward to it. Can't wait to see what she does on a super speedway at Daytona in a truck. It's going to be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. To see. Really looking forward to that. Where the great equalizer is, if she comes out on Wednesday, Daytona, it'd be awesome. But I'm not expecting that. Um, I think she still has to develop a little, but I think she's right there where she needs to be. She's done with ARCA. Had a great ARCA season. And now moving up to the next level. Awesome. Can't wait for it. Yeah. Second piece of news I have is Eric Jones has found a seat at Richard Petty Motorsports to take the place of Bubba Wallace next year in the 43 car. 
this is good for Eric Jones. However, if Eric Jones was hoping for to go into a competitive team like a Hendrick or something, a winning car, a winning organization, I don't think he did it. Richard Petty Motorsports has a lot to do, a lot of rebuilding to do. Hopefully here in the next few years, I mean, be competitive. I don't think there's a person out there who doesn't want to see Richard Petty Motorsports run up front. No. And be competitive. And I don't think it's necessarily Bubba Wallace who isn't making that competitive because their last win came with Eric Amarola in the Pepsi 400. Yeah, nobody likes to see... You know that team struggled to begin with. I mean, it was a, it was a shame to see that team get cut down to just one car. Anyways, I mean, people were and, really upset about that years ago. And I don't see it as an issue of being a one car organization. There have been a lot of successful one car organizations over the years. Yeah. The first one that came to mind is the shirt that you're wearing of Wood Brothers Racing, mm-hmm. one car organization, or um, aligned with a very powerful organization in Petty Furniture Row in, in uh, Penske. Apologies. Or Furniture Row, who got alliance with Joe Gibbs and then all of a sudden won a championship, and Joe Gibbs said, no, that's not happening anymore. We're done with that. Yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And I don't blame him, Joe Gibbs, for that at all. But Eric Jones going to the 43 car next season. I can't wait for that. It's, it's going to be, I think, interesting to see. But uh, not expecting him to maybe do well, except maybe have restrictor plate tracks. He has a few restrictor plate wins. But he is a winning driver. Yeah, won the Southern Five Hundred a few years ago, and his first career win came at the track of Daytona for the four hundred mile race. We'll just have to wait and see on that. I'm hoping he'll do well. Best of luck to him next year because Bubba's going on to bigger and better things with Denny Hamlin Racing. And the last piece of news I have, and a lot of people expected this, but I think we're running out of seats where he could go. Kyle Larson has applied for reinstatement in NASCAR. And while the sanctioning body cannot confirm it today, the requ- request is expected to be approved in the ump- in the coming weeks. That's big. He's going to be reinstated, apparently, according to what all the writing on the wall is from everybody. Right. But where does he go? I highly doubt Chase Briscoe, and we'll get more into this in our re- week in review here. Chase Briscoe has making his case to come up to the cup level, and he's making it hard. Yeah. I don't know where else he could go. I mean, maybe Hendrick. A lot uh, of people have been talking to Hendrick. I talked to somebody about that, and they we discussed it over the weekend. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, we were talking about Chase Briscoe coming to SHR, and then you know talking about how Kyle Larson was re, uh, applying for reinstatement. You know, I said, you know, I don't, I don't know where he's gonna go if Chase Briscoe's coming up. You know, Hendrick. If I Chase think Hend- that's yeah. a big if. If if Chase Briscoe comes up, if Stewart. I don't, you know, it's just, it's so hard because Chase Briscoe, like you said, Briscoe is making a, a point, a case that, hey. Yeah, he's making a case, Steph, He's for making sure. a case. And, you know, I've heard that, that I, there was an article that I saw somebody talk about, you know, why not just wait until the next-gen car come out and then bring him up? Why have Chase Briscoe come up now and then they got to switch to a different car? I mean, if Kyle Larson gets brought up, if, if he gets brought into SHR, I mean, Chase Briscoe's then going to feel like he's, like, left out. No, I don't think so. And I don't think – I think Hendrick – I really think Hendrick is going to a three-car team. I really think so. Yeah, I think so as well. I, I have seen – I've seen a lot of things on Twitter and Facebook saying, hey, what's the new Hendrick car's number's going to be? 
I don't know if there will be a yeah. I mean, because why? Why move? You Bowman got three to powerhouse. We got three powerhouse drivers in the in Bowman, Elliott, and Byron. Yeah, who's coming into his own this season? I don't see that Hendrick goes to necessarily a four car team. I just Larson on just for the name sake of bringing Kyle Larson into the sport. Yeah, yeah here's here it is. I don't see why they would move Bowman to the forty eight. If they're going to stay at four cars, because I don't think Bowman is deserving of going into a 48 car anyways. Now, wait a minute. I mean, that's a totally different issue. I think, you know. That's just my opinion. Well, then Chase Elliott wasn't worthy to go into the 24 car, replacing Jeff Gordon. No, not at all. Chase Elliott is making his own of the nine car finally, so. And that's a lineage car with him and his dad. has deep connections with his dad. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't think the number really. Yeah, it's identifying for the driver. But the number is. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's an, it, it, not significant at all to me as far as the history behind it. Well, then, in that case, does Eric Jones deserve to ride in the iconic 43 car? Okay, you make a good point. You, you know, I mean, now. you can't take the number that was been immortalized. And I, you could say the same thing about anybody. And I could definitely make the case that Austin Dillon doesn't deserve the three car. I'm just saying that moving Bowman from an 88 to the 48 just tells me that they're not bringing the 88 back. Yeah, and I don't know, man. I mean, it's up in the air. I'd like to see a five car back on there. I mean, the last one, last time that the five car was driven was with Casey Kane. Yeah. But, man, I would like to see that back personally. But we'll have to wait and see because, I mean, there's still a lot of time before Daytona happens. What we're talking, five months. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't seem like a long time, but it's going to happen fast. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one way, you one know way or another. I mean, we're going to blink our eyes. I'm going to be camping at Daytona, getting ready to enjoy the 500. And it can't come fast enough, but it goes by fast once we're there. But that was all the news I have, man. Do you have anything else before we start getting into our weekend review? No, I haven't really seen a whole lot. I've been busy, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand that. I mean, with last week and everything, man, it's just been crazy here. As far as that, it was a kind of a bust show last week is our far as i could tell but i thought you did pretty well by yourself yeah, sorry the but. numbers don't reflect <laughs> i tell you that the numbers don't reflect on that but that was all the news i have man now we're going to just go ahead and get into our weekend review here all right matt before we get into our next segment here on the show i want to downshift real quick and tell you about uh, a new store that has come out for us where you can get all the latest and greatest in the marvels merchandise you know where that's at yeah where's that at preston it's at teespring.com slash stores slash in the marbles you know fall winter time's coming up oh yeah it is, everybody man. you know get down to christmas shopping what better way to do it just to show your passion for the show in the marbles than to go to teespring.com slash stores slash in the marbles find hoodies long sleeve shirts t-shirts you know accessories and we'll i'm sure we'll have more to come out in the coming months oh, that sounds great yeah it's great and, and you know until 
and from now until the end of the month, October the 31st, if you type in the discount code MARBLEHEAD, you get 10% off on your order. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds like a great deal, doesn't it? So go to teespring.com slash stores slash in the marbles to get all the latest and greatest merchandise in the marbles and show your passion and just... And to reiterate again, that is teespring.com slash stores slash in the marbles. And that stores is with an S at the end. I know some people are probably going to get confused with that, but I'll read it to you again. Teespring.com slash stores slash in the marbles. Sounds good. All right. We can review here from Kansas. What a weekend it was, and I tell you, man, it was a lot of fun to watch all four series, Arca, Truck, Xfinity, and Cup. Though I didn't watch the Xfinity, or Truck Race, I, I listened to it on MRN, and but it was a fun race. All, all four series were a lot of fun to watch, and checkers and wreckers right here for from In the Marbles from Kansas, and my first checker, 2020 Arca Rookie of the Year, and... Made her first cup start or truck start. It is Haley Deegan. It is my first checker. Finished 16th at that race. And it was awesome, man. It was fun to watch Haley or listen to her do well. Everybody was impressed by her. And I can't wait to see her full time in the truck series. It's going to be a lot of fun. And like we talked about, I don't think she's the next Danica Patrick. I think she is the real deal when it comes to auto racing. So, I hope so. Yeah, and, and you like you like that pick? I, I thought it was great. Yeah, that's good. That's a good pick. I'm not gonna. I won't go against it. All right, my second checker winner of the 2020 Arkham Menards Championship, Brett Holmes. And man, I've got some stats to tell you about Brett Holmes' season in the Arkham Menards series. One win, 14 top fives, 19 top tens, average finish of 4.6, one DNF F from Phoenix. At the start of the season because of communication issues and led 393 laps. Very deserving of that. He's an up-and-comer. Sounds watch, like a real deal. Watch out for him in the next few years because he's going to be in the Xfinity Series before you know it. Brett Holmes, my checking, second checker. Preston, who do you have for your checkers and wreckers? Or your, at least your checkers. We're on checkers right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah for checkers, yeah. So, uh... Who who was my first one again? I can't remember. I had two different ones. Oh yeah, so uh, the first checker is uh, Joey Logano, and uh, well, you know, he won at Kansas, which I went. I didn't say that he was going to win. He was definitely one of my guys to look forward to. So yeah, definitely a checker for me. He's locking up that spot, that final four spot in the homestead, which is great. Good on him. No, very good on him. He, that's that's nothing but pressure taken off, and now he can enjoy. Texas and Martinsville just cruising around and get ready for Phoenix. Just focus on Phoenix. All he needs to do is show up there. He doesn't even need to show up. He's locked into the final four here. So Yeah, that's that's all that team needs to do is just focus on uh, that last race of the season now. So uh, The second checker, going right to the Xfinity Series, Chase Briscoe. Another guy that has locked it up. And not only that, his ninth win of the season. Yeah, that guy was dominating. And he dominated that race. I, I could not believe just how dominating he was at that race. And a crazy race it was with Anthony Alfredo flipping. But we're going to get more into that on our rating the races. Because I tell you what, I couldn't. it was a lot of fun to watch, like I said, both of those races. Couldn't have asked for anything better in, for the round of eight and for the final 
few races, handful of races here in the 2020 season for all three series. But there's only one record this week, and it's from you. Yeah, it is. And, and it's not so much just because, oh, you know, I'm going to bag on it. It's just it's unfortunate circumstances for a guy that I really thought was going to maybe pull it off or do well, and that's Kurt Busch, and it's just engine failure. That's, and that's I hate really to say not, it. That's really not Kurt's per- Yeah, well, I'm I mean, not bagging on him i'm just saying it's just unfortunate bad luck because now that team is really on the outside looking in heading in with two races left oh yeah they definitely are they are in i i believe most likely a must win coming up here in texas and martinsville if he wants any shot at a championship he's got to he, he can't do well there he's got to win at either texas or martinsville and and you know looking i'm sure we can get we'll get more into the point standings later on in the show, but looking at it from here, like you said, it's probably a must win because you're looking at going up against the guys, the likes of Denny Hamlins and Kevin Harvick's who are known to win, who yeah. won a good bit in the first and second half of the season. So I wouldn't put it out there yeah, that but, it probably is a must win situation. Yeah, but the playoffs point. are changing everything. I feel like the playoffs are one of those things right now where we thought Kyle Busch would do well. No, he's not. We thought a lot of other people Austin Dillon might have done better than he did. Mm-hmm. And even those, and we'll get more into this in the rating the races and our kind of reviews of the races, we'll get more into that. But even the Marnie Truexes need to pull something up. Yeah. You know? But, man, all right. Well, checkers and wreckers, and, and that's a only a few of them. I didn't have a record this weekend. I thought the weekend was great all around. And now we're going to get into our rating of the race. And Preston, we're going to start off with, you want to start off with truck or cup? I'm going to leave it up to you. Uh, we'll go truck first. All right. Starting off with truck, I rated it as good. It was a great race. And, and we're going to go ahead and go to you. How would you rate the race? I, it was okay. Now, see, oh, man. Okay. We're going to have a little talk about this. So, the truck weight race, just listening to it on the radio, which is sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, just half the fun. Yeah. Listening to it on be, the radio. I would was, agree. We're going to, we're going to a, a, meet, a get-together with a few people, a few of our friends, and the only way I could listen to it was on Channel 90 on Series XM and listen to MRN, listen to the guys from that stable call a excellent race. They'd never call a bad race, in my opinion. And it was so good just listening to the likes of, the, first of all, Brett Moffitt winning, securing his spot into Phoenix. Awesome job for him. But him beating Sheldon Creed by .111 seconds. Sheldon Creed, if I'm not mistaken, dominated most of that race. I mean, he had both stage wins, if I if I think correctly. And, man, I, I think he did too. But, man, I mean, it was such a good finish. Brett Moffitt getting his first win of this season. And showing everybody that I think he's a true championship contender. It was a great race to watch. I had no quorums about it whatsoever. It was so much fun. It was great to watch or listen to. I kept saying, I keep saying watch, but it was great to listen to. A lot of fun. And Haley Deegan making her first start, I think, made it, made it a little more memorable for me. Finishing 16th there. But, man, it was it was, it was was fun to listen to. And, and I, I don't know why you rated okay, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna let you have it. Uh yeah, I I mean it was they raced on Saturday, right? Well we're gonna get to the schedule here. 
and and get all the start times for everybody here, including Formula One. That's going to be well. I mean, I'm talking about this past week in the trucks. Was it? It was Saturday, right? Because the Xfinity Series racing. Yeah, they raced Saturday. They raced before the Xfinity Series started. I hate to tell people at home, but I just I didn't get to see any of the races live. So my rating the races are probably going to be a little off. Yeah, well, I, if I can, I'm going to watch every lap that I can. I go off. I went. Off, I had to go off of highlights this weekend because I tried to listen to some of the races, and my apps were not allowing me to do that for some odd reason this time around. I so. think you need to try harder. Oh, I, I did. I kept trying and trying and trying, and nothing was loading for some reason. Well, and try harder. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, that was the trucks Xfinity for me. It was good. And all three races are good. Just spoiler alert here. All three races, good, fun to watch. Xfinity was good for me. Preston, how would you rate the Xfinity race? I'm, I said okay. I mean, just and, and I think it, there I was had, exciting times. I mean, you know, the – or, I mean, I guess you could say things as you could remember, like Anthony Alfredo going upside down, which – Which was an aggressive move from yeah. Paul Dyer. I mean, he took it down there. He got loose and into Alfredo. Alfredo hit the wall in an awkward angle. Scary hit. Yes. And one of those driver's side hits that hurt regardless if you go over. But luckily, he just turtled over and slid down the racetrack. No no harm, no foul. Glad he's okay. But, man, Briscoe, Briscoe, Briscoe. Uh, the talk of the town. Ninth career victory. But the big surprise from there was... Kansas for me was Noah Gregson had a damaged vehicle vehicle policy DNF. Now he's in trouble. Now he's in trouble going. He's in the hole going to Texas. Mm, that, and that damaged vehicle policy and again. That, and we keep talking about the damaged vehicle policy. Now it's kind of up there with the yellow line rule needs to be gotten rid of. In my yeah, opinion, it's man, NASCAR's letting me down again. But. Noah Gregson's in a hole going to Texas. He needs to find a way to get out of that hole, kind of like a Kurt Busch. He doesn't need to run well. He needs to win yeah. and secure himself like Briscoe did. Briscoe, again, had, is just like Joey Logano. doesn't have to do anything crazy. Just show up and run well. Not even run well, just show up and you park it. for. But that's not Briscoe's thing. I think he wants to get win number, what would, that would make it, 13 wins of the season if he could win or sweep the next Three races. I think he's going to go for it. Yeah, but, absolutely. But a great Xfinity race. And Jesse Ruji made his first oval start there. I believe finished 20, 26. And Josh Rayum finished 30th, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, on that. So congratulations to both of those. Glad Anthony Alfredo's okay. And for the cup race, that is a good for me. And I'm going to get more into that here because it was a fun race to watch. Preston. How would you rate the race, the cup race? It was okay also. Yeah, Sorry. Okay. And, and I know, yeah. I mean, just one of those things, man, where. All right, here's. Okay, look, I want to break you, it down a little bit. All right, you break it down, and then I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you <laughs> why. You, I'll tell you why you're wrong of why you just rated it okay. Oh, well, okay. So I went back and watched extended highlights of the race last night. And I just, I don't know. For me, it's, it's. I mean, there, there was decent racing, but it's it's that it's I'm I'm getting back on my soapbox again. It's between that and it's the stage racing and the commentators trying to make it exciting. I just don't like the commentary team in general. I don't 
I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I mean, Jeff Burton's a good guy and all, but, like, I don't think he should be calling races. I think they just – they try to make situations that aren't that exciting and try to blow them up big time, and it's just not. Like, when Kevin Harvick – I think well, – who who won the second stage? Um, it was Harvick and Hamlin battling it out. And they were like, oh. Hamlin won. Is Harvick going to get – oh, it was so close. And Harvick was behind him. It wasn't close. He was behind him. I was like, this isn't exciting. And I'm over stage racing again. I don't like it. Again, once again, I, I'm getting tired of it. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm going to play a little thing here for you. And just, I don't know what race you watched, race, what highlights <laughs> you watched, but it wasn't the same Kansas race that I watched. Preston and everybody out there who watched that race, I don't care what anybody said. A lot of people said it was a bad race on social media, on Twitter mainly after the race. It was amazing. It, it, it's almost there to the point of, outstanding to me the reason why i didn't give it an outstanding was because well i don't even know why i didn't give it an outstanding <laughs> i really don't if i could i think i'm gonna go back and change it it was an outstanding race joey logano did exactly what we need he needed to do to win harvick chased him down but we've said it before if you're out front in this current rule package the high downforce low horsepower package you are in the catbird seat. Harvick did everything he could to get around him, and it was a great race. That was racing. That wasn't him finishing four seconds ahead of the field. Harvick was there, and he was down side by side with him for a few times with those closing laps. And while that was happening, Bowman was creeping up. Bowman had an outstanding run. The top four drivers, Logano, Harvick, Bowman, and Keselowski, all championship contenders. Could those be the four fighting in Phoenix for a championship? I I do have to go back and now, give it to Bowman. I mean, I did say on the uh, the pre race show the other day that I didn't really. I didn't count. Gonna... I didn't count Bowman as a factor in a pre race show. Then he proved everybody wrong. Yeah. He shut a lot of people up, showing that he is a deserving candidate to stay in that Hendrick stable and move to the forty eight car. It's awesome. I mean, it was such a great race. Bowman finishing third, but in the Harvick did lead the most laps with 85. I'm changing it to outstanding because that was a memorable race, one that you could go back and look at and find something new every time, I feel. Okay. You could go back there and look at that race and say, oh, he, this guy did this. And I was listening to Boyer a lot. I was a sentimental favorite with Boyer. He just didn't have the car. And, man, when he – oh, jeez. I'm going to miss his animation on the radio. <laughs> he hit the wall coming off a turn. I think it was turn two or something like that. And, man, the expletives came again. And that was just Clint Boyer just being Clint Boyer, man. Yep, Clint Boyer was Clint Boyer there. And, man, I, I was so much fun to watch. I was a lot of fun. I, I, I can't even – I don't even have words. It was, so, it was so outstanding of a race. Okay. And I, like I tell that. you what, you saying that you're over stage racing, I don't buy that. I, mean, I just think you're the Formula One guy, and I'm the NASCAR guy. No, I mean, I, I, I guess, I mean, that that would be a good point too. But I mean, I, I don't know. I was never really too fond of stage racing when it was introduced, and I thought no. I'd give it a chance. And yeah, stage racing has its pros and cons, just like everything else in the world has its pros and cons. You can look at anything and say, give their, give them their pros and cons. Yeah, but man, I tell you, stage ra- racing or not, that was a good race. That was a very outstanding race. I keep saying good. I keep going back to good, but it was outstanding. Yeah. I'm going to rate it outstanding here. 
but it was so awesome to watch. Kevin Harvick tried everything he can. He didn't get mad on the radio. His team and the spotters, man. If you were listening to the spotters of Joey Logano and Kevin Harvick during that time, it was amazing to listen to. Two back, one back. He's there. He's five back, one back, two back. Logano just kept it. I don't know how these drivers keep their cool in that car. I do it in iRacing. I mess up and hit the wall. Oh, when uh, your spotter's talking to oh, you? Yeah. When my, and, and I know that guy's there just putting fresh on me. Like, and People didn't like Joey Logano winning. People, for some reason, don't like Joey Logano. Char- yeah. Charlie's one of them. I texted Char- he texted Charlie texted me yesterday or last week when Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Chase Elliott won the Roval and said, how about Chase Elliott? I said, yeah, he's good on road courses. We'll see how he does that in the intermediate tracks. I texted Charlie again after Kansas <laughs> and said, hey, how about Joey Logano? And he said, I can't even repeat to you what he said. He just does not like Joey Logano in his attitude. I don't know why. Yeah, it, I, <laughs> I have seen a lot of people just Man, not like Joey Logano I, for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why people don't like Joey Logano. He's a great race car driver. I've never, have you ever seen him really get into trouble? The only time I saw him get pushed around a little was two two cases. One with Ryan Newman, which is a bad idea to begin with, messing with Ryan Newman at all. Yeah. The only person that I've seen crazy enough to do it was Clint Boyer. And that was the last time I've seen it happen. And then Tony Stewart. He got into it with Tony Stewart. And, oh, boy, that was fun to watch as well. But Didn't he get into it with Harvick at one point, too? Oh, I believe it. Wasn't that the fire suit, the whole... Um, oh, I think yeah, Legato was the one that made the comment about Kevin Harvick's wife wearing the uh, the fire suit. And oh, yeah. The family, yeah so. That must have burned a little. But, man, <laughs> I mean, even then, Harvick's such a professional that he didn't even... He didn't really get close enough in order to turn him. But I think Harvick would have. I I almost thought I was almost going to say that Harvick did, but then um, I'm thinking of uh, Brad Keselowski when Harvick came out of nowhere and pushed him, and then Gordon grabbed him because Gordon was trying to get to Keselowski. That was at Texas, I think it was. We'll talk about that uh, (laughs) next week's show because that was one of those racing incidents that we could go more into. But, man, I tell you, that was fun to watch. Outstanding race. Congratulations to Joey Logano, Chase Briscoe, and Brett Moffitt, all three of those drivers deserving a shot at the championship. They put themselves in the right positions at the right time in the right places in order to do that. And I still can't, it still kind of blows me away that you say it was, it was okay. And I don't think you've watched it all and were as, were as immersed into it as I, I was. So like I said, I'm just, I'm back on the soapbox thing again. And it's just, I, I'm not a fan of certain things in the series right now. And I wish that there would be, I wish that NASCAR would take a couple of things into considerations like, the, the length of just the race in general sometimes. 
Yeah, and I think we could talk more about that in the off season. Yeah, I, I don't know. I but at the same time, I think right now the race links are the way they are right now, going into Texas, Martinsville, and Phoenix. That there's nothing anybody could do about it right now. You got to race to either 500 miles, 500 laps, or 400 kilometers. That's it. You're gonna yeah, have to do I, that. I mean, I'm no matter what. I'm still a fan of NASCAR, for, but I'm, I'm I'm one of those fans that are just I'm not happy with the series sometimes, but I'm still gonna watch. Well, I'm not happy with the series either, but I'm not gonna complain about it right now after an exciting race at Kansas that put on a good show. That there were three drivers right there, and then a fourth one in reserve with Brad Keselowski ready to pounce on him, but those three took each other out. It was a great race. It was, it was fun to watch. But you got anything else on the Kansas races, man? I nope. I, I could go more and more into that each time we talk about it, but awesome race. I hope everybody else enjoyed it, man. I hope I hope the TV ratings were good because I was definitely watching it. I know there were people watching in the other room at the firehouse side watching football. But me being the loyal fan that I am, I'm watching racing. Every time, every time, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, upcoming races coming up here for all three series, Truck, Xfinity, and Cup, and the Formula One. Your Formula One is going to be racing at Portugal October 25th at 9, 10 a.m. on ESPN. NASCAR is heading to the Lone Star State of Texas. That's going to be fun. That's on my definitely uh, bucket list tracks right there to go to eventually. But they're going to be going to Texas here. Cup is going to be starting on October 25th at 3.30 p.m. on NBCSN. Xfinity on October 24th at 4.30 p.m. on NBCSN. And the trucks will be taken to the track right before the Cup Series, October 25th at noon on FS1. If it's anything like Kansas, we have a lot to look forward to. Can't wait for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And the, and the pressure is off of Logano, Briscoe, and Moffitt. It's on everybody I, else. And he is now, those three drivers have put it on everybody else, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, um, I'm a fan. I, I honestly like having, like, doubleheader races. Like, I think NASCAR should look into maybe doing an Xfinity and trucks on a same day kind of thing. I really I really enjoy having yeah, it's, two races in a day. And especially with Sunday coming up, Formula One in the morning, and then trucks and then the Cubs all, all in one day. Like, that's... That's great. That's perfect. Yeah, it, that I do like the schedule set up like that, and it's. I think it has to do with COVID, but it's going to be interesting to see it going on, and especially into 2021, how they keep doing that and how that keeps developing into more stuff like that, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you have anything else before we uh, go into our next segment here, bud? Uh, nothing else. Well, Preston, that being said, you know what we haven't done in a while? Is it Hey Man? Hey Man. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> I've missed this segment. And man, <laughs> it was really easy to find some of these, especially after Logano winning and Oh, yes, this should be fairly easy. <laughs> it wasn't. Some These aren't the most creative ones I've seen in a while. Okay. and I, I, But I will tell you this. It's funny, nonetheless, seeing the Heymans, and I love this segment. It's something we haven't done in a while on this show, but I can't wait. Once I saw something. I think the people on the Unhinged Sports Network are going to get a treat because I don't think we've done yeah. one ever since Yo, we haven't joined done. it. Yeah, you're going to make a good point. So for everybody listening to the Unhinged Sports Network, it's your first time listening in the marbles. Hey, man, is what we do. We go online, mainly on Facebook, where we go to 
sites like NASCAR and NBC, NASCAR and Fox, anything NASCAR related. And everybody, we've always said, had, has a voice on social media. Yeah. And this is where everybody has a voice, and sometimes they say the most ridiculous things, and it's the funniest stuff sometimes you ever heard. I don't know if the East Rank up here is one of the top ones that we've ever done. Funny nonetheless, and this is great. So, Hey Man is one of those things where you just got to yeah, have we fun were, with it. Yeah, I think uh, one day I was perusing through, and I saw comments, and I was reading them to you as before a show, and I was just like, hey, man, come on. Like, really? And you were like, Oh, we like, could do a oh, segment on that. I was like, that. oh, hey, man. And then we made up that song. and <laughs> Yep. And, the rest and, is history. And hey, man was born. <laughs> and, man, I tell you, I love it. I love it. So first comment that I have is from a man named Trent. And for consideringness or consideration, I guess, for Trent, I blocked out his last name. Yeah. I didn't copy his photo into Facebook here. But Trent said this about the race at kansas the cup race i should say more so kind of pissed logano won kind of pissed elliot didn't nevertheless i'm ever so grateful that it wasn't hamlin or kyle bush true and the truth be told if kyle bush goes winless this year i'll gladly accept logano or hamlin or whoever else is champion watching kyle bush go winless in the cup has been truly glorious from my perspective hey man dude you gotta be nice man because one day that's going to be the Chase Elliott who doesn't make anything happen. I and like I said, these aren't the yeah. best that I've come up with. But no, well, still funny that this guy's so mad at Logano winning, but Elliott didn't. But then switches gears and wait a minute, let me talk about Kyle Busch. I yeah, think that's why I yeah. Picked it. So what really gets me is the, that last line that he says that watching Kyle Busch go winless this year has been truly glorious in my perspective. What do you do? You think that he was winning all the time? I mean, if if that's the if that's what his argument is that Kyle Busch was winning too much, then he might need to take a step back and look and see that Hamlin and Kevin Harvick have been doing a lot of the winning this year. So no, they've been doing all the winning this year. We could just go ahead and say it right now. As David. much as I used to think that, oh yeah, I'll take a Kyle Busch not winning. I mean, I would take him winning at least once or twice this year, honestly. And, and I said it last episode where I think everybody love him or hate him, you want to see Kyle Busch do well. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see him. I mean, he hasn't won this year, and but, it's crazy. See, if, if, it was, if it was Paul Menard in a major seat, let's say a, a, he was in the 22 car. Okay. Paul Menard running well in the 22 car, and Kyle Busch was racing him for a win. This was my argument last week about Kyle Busch. You want to see him do well because he is the best right now in the sport. No one could deny that. Mm-hmm. And if, you, if Paul Menard were to beat him driving for Roger Penske in that 22 car... He beat the best, and you and a fan of Paul Menard would be happy for that. They would have an excuse to celebrate more, and that's the way I figured it. Like especially at Bristol, Harvick fans and everybody there saw a great race, and seeing Kevin Harvick beat Kyle Busch at Bristol was him beating the best, defending series champion. Yeah, you beat him, you beat the best. Kyle Busch goes. I want to see him competitive, and he was. He finished fifth at Kansas. But it's not typical Kyle Busch. It's not typical. I'm running up front and winning all the time. But, you know, I think he was a bit harsh on old KB there. Yeah, I don't know what that guy's problem is, but well. All right. And next one. And and I, I try to make these increasingly better as possible. But I don't. And like I said, this week was hit or miss, I feel. But these are the best ones that I found. Next one's from Brandon. Very frustrating to watch. Four o'clock car was clearly better than the 22. However, since Sloppy Joe was mirror driving 
the last 30 laps kept the four from winning. Hey, man. If you're going to just refer to drivers by names, come on, man. That, that's the big thing from this one. At least type out Har- Harvick or Kevin. Yeah. Don't, just, don't be lazy, Brandon. Just, just say four and 22. Second of all, him blocking, you're not racing just for a race win anymore. You're racing for a spot to win, uh, to race for a championship in Phoenix. And regardless if the four was faster, the 22 won. I thought it was a great race. I didn't really see much blocking, but a lot of people did, and I got a few more comments from that. But. Well, Brandon, first of all, obviously Brandon doesn't know a whole lot about racing because I, I don't care what anybody says. Nobody in the lead is driving, and their spotter is just saying, look out the front windshield the whole time and focus. Last time I checked, if I'm ever in the lead in anything, I'm going to keep looking in that mirror. Hello, you're the leader. You're supposed to defend your position. That's the... That's the deal. If right, you're absolutely. leading, you have absolutely. to block. So what do you want him to do? Not look in the mirror the entire time and yeah. then just let yeah. Harvick show up? Like, Yeah, or, or don't defend your position. I mean, it isn't like Formula One, and we've had this discussion before, where if you block it, you'd be caught for a dangerous driver. No, it's NASCAR. You can block. Yeah, NASCAR, defend you that, can block. Defend that position. Man. Exactly. Enjoy, like, and we, Joey Logano did everything he needed to do in order to win that Yeah, race. if my spotter is telling me that oh, hey, Harvick is entering three a little higher than you are. I'm still going to look in the mirror because I kind of want to see where he might be entering higher than me at because maybe I want to go up there next lap yeah, and just mess take, him up. Take you know? the air off of his front exactly. end. Because I noticed this too, and I was telling the guys I've worked this, if you're in, you know, so, somebody said, hey, he's got the draft working for him. It's like he's losing front downforce though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might be going a bit faster, but he's not having that turn in the corner like, you would if the air was pushing down on those wheels, giving them better grip, mechanical grip. Yeah. And getting into the corner. More tech talk. We'll get more into that during the offseason. I got some ideas for whenever we have to fill the time between the checkered flag at Phoenix and the green flag at Daytona. What, third one? I got the yeah. third one here from Dusty. And it reads like this. Ugh. I hate Joey so bad. I wanted Kevin to get him back, to get him bad. I don't care if Harvick got by him and won or if they got together and both wrecked. I just don't want Joey to win and wanted some action. The two people I hate most is Joey and Denny. Hey, man. Well, what does Denny and the Hamlin have to do with it? I mean, there was a of, lot of typos in there also. Well, yeah, Brian, <laughs> I apologize for that. I'm like trying to read it. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, there was like, a lot. Of- and you know what's sad is? It's like my fifth time reading it because I picked it to be on Hey Man, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, this guy's so mad. He's got these little emojis with the... Yeah, the angry face. The angry like face he's- and bring it back on YouTube right now. The yeah. angry face blowing down on it right now. Yeah, Man, blowing the smoke out of nose or whatever. This guy was so like- mad at what was a good race. And if he's not... I don't understand if he wants Joey to wreck and was a Harvick fan because it sounds like, to me, he he didn't care if Harvick got by him. He just didn't want to see Joey Logano win, but he want, he didn't care if Harvick took him out and they both wrecked, which Harvick's not going to do. He's a way smarter race car driver than that. But I thought that was one that was funny. Dusty, thank you for your... Yeah, we con- thank you for your contributions. Thank you for your contributions <laughs> to hey Man, In the Marvel's Hey Man. Okay, this one... I'm going to need help on the name. I think it's Brain. B-R-I-N. Bryn? B-R-I-N? Bryn. Bryn. 
That's interesting. That's his name, and he's a top fan on NBC Sports. Oh, well, then this National guy definitely, NBC. then we must be getting something good out of this one. All right. And Bryn said this. Hated how the package affected these cars on the track. The stupid bubble effect makes it impossible to pass. Harvick was way faster than Joey and could never pass because of the bubble. Hey, man. Harvick could have done things differently. And, and I, I don't know how to explain this one. This one's difficult to explain because the aero package is the aero package. Love it or hate it, it's here until at least 2021 where they might change it. I don't know if they will or not. But, yeah, I mean, he's right. The bubble and the air on Joey's front end helped him turn better, and he's taking it off of Harvick's front end, caused him not to do as well and be in the air or whatever it was. But I don't know. I, I thought it was great, a great race, and I don't know. I don't, I don't think – I don't know what Vrind saw – <laughs> but apparently he might be just a Harvick fan and yeah, upset at the whole world. Or again, everybody. And I heard it at Bristol. When they called out Joey Logano's name, they let him have it. They let him have it. And I don't know why. Sounds like Joey Logano's becoming the new Kyle Busch of uh, haters. Logano hasn't won since the pandemic, before the pandemic started. Yeah. And, um, even, and even then, he wasn't doing well. This was his first win then I, since, I think, Phoenix in the spring. Yeah. How can you hate him for not even for doing well? Uh, this is a, might as well ask the fans out there why. <laughs> so obviously there's something that they know that we don't. Maybe or you know whatever. I think they're just angry and upset. I don't know. I, I mean, I tried to asking Charlie about why they hate this guy so much, and I they're can't angry. And I can't get a straight answer out of him. It's oh, he's a prick. Well, okay. Well, so is so is Kyle. So Bush. is all the other drivers out yeah, there. Everybody's been a prick at some point. They're entitled. They're entitlement, but. All right, and the fourth one, or fifth one. I yeah, think it's the five. fifth one coming from, five. coming from Randy. Boycott, 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 NASCRAP. Hey, man. <laughs> At least say NASCAR is full of crap. <laughs> I Honestly, Boy, when you put it up it. there, I thought that he just misspelled NASCAR no, in general. No, he, it's NASCRAP. <laughs> NASCRAP <laughs> according to Randy. And again, I think Randy's one of those people who says, I will never, ever watch NASCAR again. And he yet. probably is yeah. watching it. <laughs> Posting it online. and Or he's just a troll. Randy just sounds like a troll. Just a troll. Can you go, Wait, can you put it back up there again? Because okay. I want to look at it real quick. Yeah, boycott, boycott, boycott. Okay, NASCAR. I thought he spelled one of the boycotts wrong for a second. So nope. I needed to <laughs> he probably, if, look at it again. If anything, he just copy, paste, copy, paste. But whatever. But that was A-Man. Boycott, boycott, boycott. That was A-Man. And now we're going to go ahead and... Uh, Start getting into our final thoughts this week in NASCAR and our driver of the week and start wrapping up this episode, man. All right, Preston, before our next segment starts, I wanted to tell you and all of our listeners about a brand new store that where you can get all of your in the marbles gear, such as t-shirt, hoodies, and more. You know where that's at? Where's that at? Teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles. It is getting colder outside. That's right. Fall's coming. And people are going to need a bundle up with hoodies and long sleeve shirts and beanies and hats and in the marbles store at teespring.com is your place for all your in the marbles gear so everybody that you're a true marble head and show off your passion for racing and that you are a fan of in the marbles that's teesprings.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles and if you order from now until october 31st and use the promo code marblehead You'll get 10% off your order. That's great. That's a great deal. That is an excellent deal. So go head over to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles and 
for all your in the marbles gear and make sure to use that code marblehead for 10% off that's teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles check it out All right, final thoughts here, and of course, like every final thoughts episode, every final thoughts segment, man, I'm getting twisted up, man. And Kansas was so much fun to watch, so much fun. And I don't see how you're not getting twisted up about that. I well, like I said, I didn't get to see the entire thing. So okay, well, I that's understandable. But just like in our, every one of our final thoughts segments, we start off with in the Marvels 2.0 standings. A little bit of a shakeup, man. I'm not going to lie. A little bit of shakeup there at top. Of course, SMR, R&D, and Beamer on the Beamer still leading the way. SMR, R&D with 5,564. Beamer on the Beamer, 5,537. It's coming close, man. I'm looking for it. That's more fun to watch the times than I think the race because that's actual <laughs> cumulative points throughout the season. Old school racing. That's it. In the Marbles 2.0. So much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun to have been watching. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design. But we have a shakeup here. I got I got bumped down from third by S Blades, five thousand one hundred and ninety one points. I got five thousand one hundred and forty nine. So I'm racing for third now. I feel that's right. a pretty good. That's a close battle right that there. It's a very close battle, and she's making a resurgence for that hundred dollar Amazon gift card we're handing out here in three races, ladies and gentlemen, to the winner of that league of In the Marbles two SMR Operations, which is you, 5,086. I feel like you didn't really make your picks. I did. I did, too, and I, I didn't and do so well. I, don't I, think, I didn't do, <laughs> think I did well. <laughs> and if you listen to our show, um, uh, Race Day Unhinged, there on the Unhinged Sports Network, you heard of what our picks are. I think I picked Hamlin to win. Yeah, I did, too. Ugh, or man. Yeah, yeah, I think I did have Hamlin as the winner. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to switch that up for Texas, definitely. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, Meet Meep in six with 3,488, and I think Meet Meep all the way down, and I keep reading reading the names that are out. I think I'm just going to be done with that. Anywhere from six on down to 11th, you are out of it. Better luck next year on In the Marbles 2.0. It's going to be fun to see. I think Beamer on the Beamer and SMR R&D are going to go all the way to Phoenix for that $100 Amazon gift card. Well, what what the problem was, was that we were, when we were talking about it on race day was – there was a couple of picks I had to make that weren't playoff drivers because I was running out of. Yeah, you want to save being, them up for you know maybe yes, Phoenix. What my what I did when the playoffs started was I tried to use most of the playoff drivers right then and there because I was trying to make a resurgence. Oh uh, yeah, that's, and that's what I did. That's what I did. Rookie so. move, man. Rookie move. You should know uh, better than that. Absolutely, you should know better than that. Yeah, well, you know, 
And what can you do, man? It is what it is. But man, we got our, I think this is my favorite part of the show where we get into the history of racing and I love history. I love auto racing. The two together is like happiness. If anybody comes up to me and says, Hey, you could be a NASCAR historian. I'll take that job. No questions asked. Well, I'm not asked what's to pay. <laughs> As, be, yeah. be, because my because if if not caroline will be mad if i'm just volunteering being a nascar historian maybe when i retire i'll go around from track to track because on my bucket list is to follow the circuit from daytona all the way to the end of the season so maybe i'll be the traveling nascar historian oh so will you have a uh, uh an rv oh yeah i'm gonna take the podcast with me so you well you should put on the <laughs> Well, first of all, it'll say in the marbles on it, but no, yeah, absolutely, you should, will. <laughs> with the names of people on the podcast, you should have under yours the self-proclaimed NASCAR historian. Yeah, self-proclaimed <laughs> NASCAR historian. That's me, Matt Hammer, yeah. all day, man. But our driver of the week this week for in the marbles is Lee Petty. I'm surprised we haven't done him no. ever. We did his son Richard, but we never did Lee Petty. And Lee Petty is your driver of the week this week here at in the marbles. Three-time Grand National Series champion in 1954, 1958, and 1959. Won the inaugural Daytona 500 in 1959. And when I was at Daytona, I met someone who was at that race. Was that the race where it took him like two or three days to determine the the winner? Because if you look at the photo, if you're watching YouTube, if you look at the photo there on the right, the driver on the outside lane is a lap down. Petty's in the middle. I believe it's Bochamp on the bottom. And they gave the race to Bochamp originally. Oh, yeah. And Petty disputed it, and and everybody sent him photos, and it took about three days for them to take that away, went away and give it to Richard Petty. An amazing career, inducted into the Motorsports Hall of Fame in 1990, inducted into the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America in 1996, the North Carolina Motorsports Hall of Fame inductee, as well as NASCAR Hall of Fame in 2011. Over his 427 races in 16 years, won 54 times, 332 top 10s in 18 pools. His first race came at for NASCAR came at the 1949 number one race at Charlotte. His last race came in the 1964 Watkins Glen race, the Glen 151.8. His first win came at the in 1949 in Pittsburgh, which I'm going to have to get more into that and see what Pittsburgh's all about for that racetrack. And his last win came in 1961 in Jacksonville. It could either be North Carolina or Florida. I do not know. Yeah, that's not really specified and, very well. But I will get that information for you. But that is your driver of the week this week here in here at In the Marbles. And again, another part of my favorite time this week in NASCAR. And this for, for this week in NASCAR, we go all the way back to October 24th, 1954. One of the original tracks on the NASCAR Premier Series circuit was the North Wilkesboro Speedway, a tricky 0.625-mile dirt track located deep in the heart of North Carolina's moonshine country. The 1954 Wilkes 160 was captured by West Coast driver Herschel McGriff, who, best, who bested Hall of Famers, Buck Baker and Herb Thomas to win $1,000. The win was the fourth for McGriff, who after 1954 would race next in the Premier Series in 1971. And just for everybody's knowledge out there, in 2020, $1,000 will be worth $9,675.89. Wow. 
So he won a great deal of money just for driving a car back in October 24th, 1954. That was your This Week in NASCAR, and that will about start kind of wrapping up the show. Preston, man, it's good to have you back. The, the show is not the same without you. Yeah, it's um, it's just been really crazy. You know, starting a new job, the uh, the schedule's a little weird right now. I'm working, like, all over the place, so yeah, hopefully it'll get... Yeah, it's so much fun, and, and I got to hand it to... Um, I was talking to Jim, who's part of the Unhinged Sports Network. He's the owner of it, pretty much the overseer of everything. And Jim was saying, we work well together. He, he loves our dynamic. He loves our podcast, and I hope everybody else out there loves it too. It's so much fun to bring it to you each and every week, whether you listen to it on the Unhinged Sports Network or on your podcast platform. I don't care. I just want you guys to have fun and listen to us talk racing, and it's so much fun. A lot of big stuff coming on for us, and we're going to have – a fun off season and but just getting us to the end of the regular season is fun as well. Yeah. And this whole season fun. This is our first full season doing this as far as the season and we're gonna make some changes here. We're gonna make it better, but overall it's been a lot of fun and we're not even done yet. Nope. But man, it's it's definitely good to have you back. I'm happy that you're back. I'm happy everything's going well. Because it is a lot of fun to just sit here and talk racing with you, man. It really is. I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and Formula One's coming back next season, or next season, next week. Yeah. For Portugal. Really, really looking forward to that. Now, see, I'm, 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 I love the way, too, when you and I talk, when you talk NASCAR, oh, the stage racing this, and this, 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 this. But when you talk Formula One, oh, man, that was awesome. Oh, man, Hamilton won by five seconds <laughs> instead of 14 <laughs> seconds. It was a close race. <laughs> And it's like, man, that's, that was so boring, man. It's so- just, yeah, I, I just, like I said, I always like the fact that with just 20 drivers, it's, they're able to cover the field No, and just talk the entire time about the field. Well, and I will give it to Formula One about this. From the lights out to checkered flag, no commercials, they're racing. Yeah. Or, or at least they're on the race. Let's just say this. They're not racing. No, let me rephrase that. From lights out to checkered flag, there are no commercials. They're watching the action on the track. And the mm-hmm. commentators, man, they're talking the whole time, man, and they have, and it's crazy to watch them do that and listen to them do that. But I, I would have to say this: it's like one of those things where I personally not looking forward to Portugal. Portugal, in fact, I, I guarantee you this, and I and you, when Lewis Hamilton locks up this championship this year, which we know it's going to happen, yeah, you're going to have to be the only one covering Formula One because I'm not going to be covering Formula One. <laughs> what next year? <laughs> no, this year. Oh, because once he locks up the championship, it's boring to me. Oh, okay, all right. Well, that's fair enough. You know, I mean, it's boring right now to me as it is with Formula One, and I wish they would change it up a little. But you know, we're too late in the season for anything like that to happen. But, I need uh, to check to see how many races are left. I can't quite remember. There's a handful of races left, and we'll, I think well, maybe next week we'll get more into the weeds on that with Formula One coming back next week. But Preston, man, um, six races left, so it'll go well after NASCAR's done. Yeah, just a little longer after NASCAR. But uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we also started this Unhinged exclusive, a show on Unhinged Sports Network, which is exclusive, and it was Race Day Unhinged. We did our first episode. Make sure to tune into that on every race day morning at 9 a.m., whether it be uh, Saturday or Sunday. We'll let you know prior to that. For Race Day Unhinged, where we give you, it's a pre-race show. Yeah. And, and 
I really enjoy doing it last time. It's not as long as the regular podcast is maybe 30 to 45 minutes long, but a lot of fun. I enjoyed doing it with you last week, and I can't wait to do it again for Texas. So if you haven't checked it out, Race Day Unhinged on the Unhinged Sports Network every race day at 9 a.m. And make sure to give every... Make sure to give Unhinged Sports Network a follow there on Twitter at Network Unhinged and follow them on Facebook, Unhinged Sports Network, for all the latest and greatest for not only in the marbles but everything else that they have going on there. Yeah, they got some pretty good podcasts on there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of fun to watch, whether you're a football fan, baseball, basketball, hockey, racing. They got everything there. They got a new soccer one. Mm -hmm. I think it's insert name here, FC. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's interesting. And, even if you're not fun, or even if you're not a fan of the sport, it's good background noise. You know, you know, it's always good to have. I've always saw it like this: it's always have good to have a general idea about every sport. Yeah. Only because of this, you can talk to anybody. Then I'm not a basketball fan, but I could tell you that the Lakers are a good team. <laughs> you know, or maybe the Nets need a rebuilding season, and man, maybe Atlanta should have won the NLCS you know, championship against the Dodgers. But, you know, you, if you listen to that, you get an all-around perspective on sport in the world of sports. And we're just happy. Yeah, they, they, yeah there's just uh, all kinds of cool different podcasts. I, I listened to, um, there was one the other day that I listened to for a little bit. It was uh, Sports and Things. And they, they talk about the top sports headlines in the world and talk about music as well because they're uh, musicians. And I yeah. thought that's pretty cool that yeah, they have a podcast like that. Yeah, so. an and it's, it's, that's a good thing about podcasts, too. You could do or pretty much say whatever you want, and right. it's a lot of fun to listen to, and those guys are fun to listen to. And, and I've only listened to just briefly. It was just like, oh, okay. And then I and then we had a call oh. there at the firehouse. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. Um, and it's still thankful to be a part of that network and that ever-growing network. Make sure you show support there as well as here and all those other podcasts, too, because it's a lot of fun to be a part of that, and I'm hoping that we're, we're – not only on the ground floor, something big here and in the marbles, but something big there at Unhinged Sports Network. But a lot of fun. And I'm just, like I said, when we're starting to wrap this up here, I'm glad you're back. You know, we're going to definitely work out the schedule more because if I have to do shows alone again, we'll do nothing but suffer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, make sure that doesn't happen well, again. And you said it was a good show last week, but I didn't see it, man. I saw it as just a crummy show. But I I'm, thought it wasn't bad. It wasn't, it's better. It's been, okay, so how many have you done by yourself now? Have oh, you man. had to do by yourself? I think at least five or six. Yeah, well, it's um, it's definitely better from like the first two. So, oh yeah, because the, I I had a and that and that um, opening I did was just a one I wanted to do it for a while, and two oh it added another fifteen seconds that I didn't have to just say oh yeah and this and the this. opening was really good. Yeah, and that's from that documentary I told you guys about in the movie review, and it was a lot. That's a. It's true, man. It's I wouldn't true. mind that opening every once in a while. Just to remind people <laughs> yeah. about how NASCAR is awesome. It was good. It was really good. So. But, but, yeah, man, Um, now about do it, man. We're about at the end of our allotted time, not only for Unhinged, but for us, and we got really nothing else going on. But you have anything else before we start wrapping it up here, man? Um, yeah, anything at all? Anything at all? You looking forward to Portugal? I'm looking forward to racing in general this weekend. But yes, I'm ready. I'm I'm looking forward to Portugal. I miss. I bet you pick Max Verstappen to win. I'll pick Lewis Hamilton to win. I whatever. Yeah, yeah, I would probably go with Red Bull again. And if you want to hear our predictions on the NASCAR Cup race, 
Listen to Race Day Unhinged exclusively on the Unhinged Sports Network every race day at 9 a.m. Yep. And you will hear our race day predictions. That's a lot of fun to listen to. But Preston, anything else, man? Anything else before we... All right, man, we got some breaking news. Oh, we got some breaking news? All right. Here at the final thoughts segment of the program, we're going to be sandwiched by news. Okay, what's the yeah. breaking news, All right. man? So uh, there's a couple different stories. So as we re, you know, we talked about earlier in the show, um, according to Jim Utter, NASCAR has reinstated Carl Larson effective January the 1st of 2021. Oh, okay, so he so that is, is reinstated. Yeah, so that, we all expected that to happen. Yeah. So he's getting ready to come back, and maybe he'll go to that 14 car, man. Uh, well, not so fast. Oh, oh no way. Oh, <laughs> there's, another, no. there's another story here. Oh, so, no. Uh, Motorsport.com has learned that Chase Briscoe is moving up oh, to the Cup Series in 2021. Good for him. To replace Clint Boyer good at Stuart Haas. him, so. He's most <laughs> definitely deserving of that and, no, and nobody could take that away from him he has earned it he said i think earlier this season he wanted to win at least eight races before he's considered for a cup ride yeah he won nine at kansas that is huge for chase briscoe man congratulations to chase briscoe now that leaves this question Stuart haas has their stable of drivers yep We've already talked about Hendrick not starting up a fourth team for Kyle Larson. If Kyle Larson gets reinstated, does he go maybe to fill that 98 car in the Xfinity level? Uh, or, or is he a cup driver? He is a cup Ooh. driver. He's a cup winner. Yeah. But where else does he have to go? Jones is going to Richard Petty Motorsports. Yep. Briscoe's coming up to the cup series, replacing Boyer. Denny Hamlin starting their team. It seems like silly season pretty much set in stone here. Does where does Larson go? I mean, does anybody take a risk on him? If all right, so I don't know if Hendrick. I mean, Hendrick never said that they were just cutting down to three car team. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. But if right it, with this case now, and there's no. You know, we don't think that he's he's not going to go to Stuart Haas now. What if? Oh man, and Tony Stewart if, was such a component a proponent of him coming back. Yeah, you know, what if Rick Hendrick is quietly in talks of with people about sponsorships, securing sponsorships? What if all of a sudden he just comes out and says, "Hey, you know, we're bringing back the five car with Kellogg's." <laughs> yeah, with Kyle Larson. Awesome. You know, that would be so, awesome. I'm just excited the fact that we caught this breaking so. The schedule worked out a little this weird this week, folks, so we had to record a little bit earlier in the week. So I'm just glad that we caught breaking news before and the episode came what, out. What, what also stinks is that when this episode comes out Thursday, you know, everybody's going to know about it, but we, we got it before it went out. So, okay, we, we, yeah, we heard about it before anybody goodness. else heard about it. We're not playing catch-up here. So finally, yeah. <laughs> something works out in our favor that we could record something, breaking news. But, man, that's awesome. Yeah, and what well, was I'm, funny... I'm, happy, I'm yeah. happy with Larson... Coming back. He deserves it. He messed up. Mm -hmm. And I said it last week. Nobody's a water walker. Nobody deserves to not get a second chance. I, I Well, in case-by-case case scenario. But here was just a, a mistake. You know, it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. But at the same time, it was a mistake. I think he learned from it. Let's move on. Let's not even bring this up. Let's just move on. And it's probably going to be brought up again. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we know it will. But congratulations to Kyle Larson for being reinstated. That's a big step. Congratulations for Chase Briscoe. Now, now I hope that doesn't hinder. I don't think this is going to cloud his mind for 
a race championship run at Phoenix. I don't think it will. I think, I think he carry- just it just gives him more of a drive to show that hey, I am ready to be up there. So. Right, and 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 good equipment too. It's going to be fun watching him and Kevin Harvick fight each other. Oh, that's going to be good battles right there. But congratulations to Briscoe and congratulations to Kyle Larson for going to being picked up or not being picked up, being reinstated by NASCAR. Good on NASCAR for doing that. I applaud them for that. They he learned this lesson. Let's move on, and it's going to be fun to watch both of those drivers next year in 2021 at Daytona. I can't wait. I'm even more excited about Daytona now. Yeah. But, Preston, man, you got anything else? But a big news story breaking there for us, man, and I'm, nope. glad, I'm glad we got it and were able to record it before you had to go home. But uh, anything else before we wrap it up here on episode 57? Nope, let's, let's send it home. All right, buddy. I'd like to thank everybody so much for tuning in to us this week here at In The Marbles. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing. And make sure to follow Unhinged Sports Network, especially on Twitter at Network Unhinged for all their latest updates on their episodes coming out. For Preston Lude, I'm Matt Beamers. Thank you so much again for listening. Stay safe and have a good rest of your week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design.